We cannot know from studying structures of wood and a carpenter craftsman's mechanics, from analysis of the cobwebs stretching gently in its crevices, curves, and cracks, what kind of fears and foundations were formed, seated in this place. Pride and promise pressed into the seat cushions, brokenness bonded into woman and child, tears, sweat, and rain soaked into the seams, seams brimming with hope, and now it all rests in a foreign place a near-empty room, far from the woman who once rocked her child to sleep, who breastfed and bartered with God about who she might become, and what would become of them about who would really be in control and how it wouldn't always be this simple. It wouldn't always feel this warm and we wouldn't always be this close as we were together in that wooden rocking chair. Through the tunnel of the eye, or is it eyes, are both really looking? Looking through the stairwell between the walls, you can see it, standing still, behold, the thing that held a mother's promises, gentle whispers in languages in whispers only God could hear, a song that settled on the gray-blued, green, dusty, now a bit crusty cushions that cradle the seat and the back, and the courage we lacked, crimped into what resembles a woman's waist in the middle, the seams tearing, fraying just a little, but rest wide enough to be a chair for two, me and you. A tiny me, an unheavy heart wrenched with hopes, body weary with sleeplessness and sickness, sorrow seeping in, manifesting itself into mental illness, a heaviness that, over time, could no longer hold you. So over time, it just held me instead. And you, you retreated to your bed. And yet, this thing that once carried the both of us, I have carried from the place I called home to this new place, 185 miles away, where it sits in the living room, carrying the girl who grew into a woman, trying to carry the strength of her mother without the sorrow, the girl bearing the whispers and her own secrets, aspirations, and delegations, call it what you will, a calling, a compromise, a plan, a purpose, the will of God set on her small shoulders, trying to understand how one can feel so worthless, and yet to know she is worth it. Otherwise, she would not have the strength to carry this heavy thing that once carried her. Otherwise, she would not have in her lungs buried the borrowed breath of God, of generations of prayers, of persistence of praise, even in the most painful places of loss and betrayal. For here is where the pressure points meet, wandering hands and wandering thoughts that refuse to stay silent. For here rests the writer, curled up in a relic of a rocking chair from her childhood, wide awake writing feverishly in the chasm between the dead of night or dawn of morning's glow, that pale blue promise of a morning that is yet to come. The time for sitting and writing, praying and crying, living and dying in this place of hiding is expiring. You must stand up and speak. Speak, child. Roar, woman. You are not alone.